Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Academy, a Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition and D20 modern actual play podcast. I am your Dungeon Master, Riku. Uh, you can find me on social media as Pup Riku or Puppy Riku, depending on what app you're going on. And tonight we have a really packed episode where we're going to be talking, doing, going into the next mission, actually. Uh, and really starting this next chapter off with a bang. So we'll see what ends up happening with our adventures, adventures this, uh, this time. But speaking of our adventures, we are going to do a little introduction just for y'all to remember who they are. So we're going to start off on my screen to my left, which is Minimoss. So guys, uh, my name is Minimoss228. You guys can catch me. Same thing, all the different socials. Uh, I'm also on here. Uh, playing in one other game, but uh, this is the important one. I'm playing Mr. Rashmi. Uh, you know, the uh, I like to get drunk and pass out for three days. Mr. Warlock, that's probably still hung over really bad. All right. And next up, we have Sutfin. Good evening, everybody. This is Sutfin. Uh, I guess you can locate me at uh, TikTok at Cosmos Prefect or... Uh, Parky.tv, which is a uh, labor of love that we're trying to work on. But this uh, this evening, Edgar's going to do some some exploring and maybe some some target practice. So, so stay tuned. Let's see what happens. All right. And next up, we have Adolfo. Hello, the programmers and guten Nacht. I am the Nerdy Puerto Rican. Uh, you can find me on the social medias, on Instagram and the TikToks at the Nerdy Puerto Rican. You can also see me in the real, real world at the North Dakota Renaissance Fair, August 13th, 14th, 20th, and 21st, as I perform with the Lords of Adventure as my character, Diego de la Fiesta. Um, I do also play in some other real play podcasts here on the D&D Vibe Tribe, but tonight I will be playing Dagny Hooter Crypta, yeah? That's Deep Gnome Necromancer, yeah. Fantastic. Up next, we have Josh. Hello, hello, everyone. It's uh, Josh. Um, you can also... Uh, Refer to me as MG Preacher because you can find me on TikTok at MG Preacher. And uh, I recently changed Instagrams because I think it would be easier for people to find me. Uh, you can now find me on Instagram at MG Preacherman. So other than that, I don't have anything going on. And I also want to say Diego de la Fiesta. I love that name. It is so catchy. <laughs> I loved uh, it. Thank you. He brings the party. <laughs> All right. And next up, we have Dylan. Hey, everybody. It's your boy Sixes. Uh, happy to be here. Uh, tonight, I'll be playing your favorite Wild Wild West gunslinger. He's from the North. He's from the South. Um, he likes to shoot anybody who gives him the, the eye. Uh, you can find me, as always, at Roll Sixes on Twitter. Um, happy to make your acquaintance. We like to talk about all things D&D, Pathfinder, gaming, and queer politics related. So come have a chat. Wonderful. And finally, we have Shiro. Hey, I am Dakota or Shiro, whichever. Uh, you can find me on Vibe Tribe playing in uh, Call of the Deep as Soren, and also here playing Alex Argenti, uh, the Druid. Wonderful. All right. Oh, yeah. And so. I forgot I'm playing Thornier Zinehorn, the party's uh, dwarf ranger. Can't believe I totally forgot that. As many podcasts <laughs> as I have done on here, I forgot to mention my character's name. <laughs> you caught me a little off guard there, too. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> my bad. My bad. Um. And as you might be able to tell, uh, we are missing one of our players. Mikey could not be, he be here, but for a very good reason, he is off on vacation and a well-deserved one at that. So uh, our barbarian Ramon will not be joining us uh, tonight, but we'll be back 
at during our next episode. Now, let's get into what happened last time as a way to refresh your memories and to kind of give Minnie a hint in what happened as he wasn't actually here. So, last time uh, was a lot more free time where our players got to interact with each other, interact with other uh, NPCs, check out uh, some of the sites, do a little bit of shopping uh, and a little drinking, and uh, a couple of the highlights. Uh, Dagny um, went over to find out more about the Beholder creatures, finding out that they were weird experiments that are amalgamation of, like... Parts of other humanoids mushed together. Um, and out of the deal, he actually uh, obtained three gazer eyes, um, all of which uh, have the dazing ray ready on them. And currently, his unseen servant is currently holding up all three of them like an invisible gazer himself. <laughs> um, some other things that happened Ramon and Wyatt went shopping. Uh, did a little shopping and got some gifts. Uh, Shiro and Ramon got tattoos. And Edgar learned more about how, uh, how magic works in this world. Um, and got a little bit of help from, uh, one of our NPCs with, uh, his magic skills. So, today, uh, we're going to cover a couple more uh, free time events that we didn't actually have time to get to last time. And then we'll hop into the next mission. So, uh, first off, we're going to shoot over to Thorgmir, who decided to go up to Rashmi's room, knock on the door, and see what he's up to. Uh, I just barely kind of creak open the door. Rashmi! You up? Yeah. What's up? Uh, would you mind if I uh, would you mind if I come in? Uh, can we talk outside? Sure, no problem. Uh, Rash is gonna come out in about two minutes as he puts on clothes. Uh, yeah. They're about half disheveled. Half away, Rashmi setting up. Same Rashmi we've all come to know. <laughs> it was much. Good for you. Um, Rashmi, when we were exploring that old uh, library, uh, you picked up some firearms from some of those knuckleheads. What were they called? The company? Um, I was wanting to know if I could uh, buy or uh, barter uh, a couple of those pistols that you'd picked up. Pistols? Uh, you took pistols? Go to my room and apparently grab the stuff that I picked up. Some bag. And just... Yeah, you have a bag of I believe six pistols from from those uh, uh, those thugs you found in the uh, in the library. Uh, here, just take them. I can't use them. <laughs> well, okay then. I wasn't expecting that. But uh, if that's the case, then here, let me give you this as a as a gift. And I hand him a uh, decent-sized pouch. And when he opens it up, he will find two bottles of uh, Kentucky bourbon. Speak my language. <laughs> uh, I uh, managed to bring uh, a couple of bottles from home with me. Uh, every once in a while, I like to have a drink or two, so... Knowing how much you like to drink, I'm pretty sure you would uh, you would enjoy these. Well, when I pop one open, I'll make sure I'll call you over. <laughs> Appreciate it, and thank you, Rashmi. No problem. No problem. Awesome. Well, that 
Well, that went uh, a lot uh, pretty, pretty simple. Um, and, speaking <laughs> <Yeah>. of, <laughs> and speaking of firearms, we're going to uh, transition over to uh, a firing range uh, just outside of campus. Uh, where we find Wyatt and Edgar doing some target practice and uh, and some training. Um, so I'll say the two of you are at the range. You both have uh, one of their pistols in hand and just doing some target practice. So I'll let you take it from here. The, uh, I'm, I mean, I... Are you just trying... I mean, you got the fancy magic, my friend. Like, are you sure you want to learn how to fire a pistol? Is that, like, something that's in your wheelhouse? Or are you, you just trying to get a better sense of, of, of aim? Exactly. I mean, you know, you've... Let's, let's say that I've had, uh, had some difficulties with hitting targets and... You know, grazing others that I didn't intend to. So, so I think it's a win-win on both sides there. <laughs> uh, yeah, no that th- that makes complete sense to me. Um, so have you ever shot a uh, shot a gun before? I have, but it's it's never been a uh, how would we say a pressure situation. Hmm. Yeah, I mean that makes sense, right? Like. Um, so I don't know how to, I don't know how it is shooting, uh, off magic, but the thing with a gun is, is I just think of a gun as an extension of myself. So like, um, why it's holding this pistol, um, it's just the range, um, basic pistol. Um, but you can see that he's still got both of his machine pistols. Um, on his uh, on each of his hips, and and he says, "So, what's nice about these is they don't have a lot of kick, and uh, uh, you don't have to be real strong to to make them do what you want." Now, um, uh, I mean, you're a real smart guy, from what I can tell, in shooting guns. Sometimes it's like going to a physics class, right? And I imagine you have to take into consideration with your magic, like how, um, mm-hmm. how how far, like the the your shot's gonna fall as you throw it, right? So, right. so think of that for the same with the gun. Now, um, why, like, like, uh has you take a step back and he shows you like a basic stance. He's like, if I was going to shoot this gun, I'd stand like this. And he, he takes a, a very, um, conservative, um, two handed, uh, approach with a pit with this pistol. Right. And he's pointing it downrange. You notice that he has impeccable, um, firearms, uh, um, practices, like he, um, you never feel unsafe, or like he ever points the weapon at you, right? Like or at anybody other than what he's gonna shoot. Um, he sets the pistol down, and he has you take a similar stance. So you're just kind of, I guess, feeling around for the for you know a comfortable comfortable uh, stance, and you know, so so something. Something kind of like this, you think? I mean, I, I think it's. I know from 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 casting, it's you know you you want to be focused, but yet you've got to be, I guess, balanced as well. So, absolutely. Uh, so, so think yeah. of it like this. So there's an my understanding about magic. There's an art to it, right? Like it's an art. So don't so. Th- th- Shooting a gun's not an art. I mean, you can be fancy with it. You can do some stuff, but but the a, the a weapon. This is a weapon, and the weapon's intention is to kill people or kill things. And so, as long as you treat it with respect and and with that understanding, uh, it 
it's going to serve its purpose. Um, and and so he gets you into a comfort posi- into a comfortable position. He adjusts you a little bit, and then he says, uh, "Now before you shoot, take a deep breath, and as you exhale, pull the trigger, aiming for what you're looking for downrange." Okay, so all right, I've got my grip, I've got my stance, my target, deep breath, and that dirt squeezes off, you know, a few rounds and Okay. Sort um, of hits one of the targets and you know it's it's, it's not as accurate as you'd like to be, but <laughs> Well here here's what I'll have you do. Go ahead, um uh, roll. Uh, uh, I want you to actually. Let's say you fire off three shots. So I want you to okay. roll a d20 three times and add your uh, dexterity modifier to it as if you were uh, shooting with uh, a gun. All right. So d23. Uh, dexterity is two. I did that wrong. So. Or the well, the forges. Forge is taking this time, yeah. There we go. There's two. Ooh. All Ooh. right. Ooh. And what's your dexterity modifier? Uh, for the 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 two. Two. Okay. So, uh, you go ahead and you fire off your first shot. And the first shot goes off wide. Um, it uh, it ends up not hitting the target at all. <laughs> uh, the second one you shoot off, you hit the target, um, but uh, it's like the rim of the target, like that right outside, like one point, what it would be. Um, the outer and ring. Then the, and then the final shot, you you just concentrate. You take one more deep breath, and you let off one more shot, dead center of the target. Oh, that just felt nice. I need to need to. Want to have to remember remember that feeling and what I did, and replicate that. So, so, so you know how you um. You know how you have to practice magic like all the time, like you can't just do it unless you're one of those fancy sorcerer, unless you're a fancy sorcerer, (laughs) like, you know, or something or a bard who's like, I make music and now I make magic, which I don't understand. But um, but but I mean, like, that's what 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 a gun is, right? Like um, in and and in and what I what I want for you is uh, I want you to, to spend some time whenever you can coming down here to the range and, and I'll come down here and I'll work with you and, uh, and, and we'll, we'll get you where you need to be, right? Like, and and I, I think that the other thing is, is uh, I think for you, it's value added for you to carry a pistol for when you run out of magic. Right, like because oh, definitely, yes. So, uh, uh, um, uh, Riku, the the prices, uh, those are those are in in uh, like a value of seven. Is that like the equivalent of seven gold, or is that the equivalent of um seventy gold? Like, uh, how does that conversion uh, working? So, uh. Uh, one gold is a hundred dollars. Right. So you're looking at the the setup that I the equipment setup. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Give me one moment to take a look at it, just to remind myself. Sure. I apologize for being. Uh, <laughs> I'm just. Hey, no worries, no worries at all. And also remember, uh, there's a bag of pistols. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Group. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. No, I understand. Yeah, 
Uh, yeah, pretty, pretty soon they might be like a just a you know we we drop them all off as we come back into the house and yeah 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 uh I will say heck where is it uh equipment that's what I was looking for um okay so a pistol so pistol pistol uh so um okay. Ignore what it has there for value. That is a weird thing that uh, didn't really convert over, right? Let me get you the actual price of it. Oh, no problem. It's actually okay. a lot cheaper. Because, <laughs> uh, no, a, a gun a gun in this world is not $700. Sure. Uh, Adams. Oh, maybe they are. I mean, maybe they are $700. I mean... You never know. Let's see. So you're just uh, an autoloader... Uh, is uh three hundred fifty, so half okay. that. <laughs> okay, sure. So, um, well, I I think that you should uh, I think that there's some guns floating around. Um, but it, it's definitely worth uh worth you getting one, and and, and you know I'll, I'll 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 work with you um, practicing and like what you you can see that like why it takes the the range like super seriously he's like i'll come down here um a few you know whenever we're back i, I try to spend a couple of hours down here uh just just pulling off round, you know firing off rounds because uh you know i take you know killing our, our, our enemies very seriously and uh it's important to me that um people are well um yeah, does that make sense? Uh, oh yeah, I mean definitely. That's I mean that's you know it, it's 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 your it's your craft. You know you you and you you know you're pretty good at it from what I can from what I've seen. Um, but yeah, I mean I've you know I my I wanna I wanna I wanna be better for the team. So I'm I'm trying to you know I'm. I'm, I'm finding that you know it's there's a lot of other there's uh, lots of other small things that I need to be doing better that that I think will benefit everybody. So. Well, I, I mean, y- your um, y- y- your magic is extremely val valuable. I mean, like so, don't ever don't ever um, uh, down you know downplay what 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 you're doing with the uh um with with that i mean uh so you know i i just want you to know that uh you what you what you bring to the team is important and uh um so don't 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 confuse the situation um, I appreciate you, and like like I said, we'll we'll keep working on it. Um, uh, uh, Excellent, I I appreciate that because it's uh, that it's 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 this this hanging out here at the ranges, you know, it's kind of kind of fun and and I mean relaxing almost. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kinda, I mean, you kind of yeah. I kind of get out of my head a little bit, and you know it's. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. All right. Well, uh, what? Well, let's work on this a little bit longer, and then I think I think we're gonna have to get ready because we're gonna be heading out on a. Um, I heard that I heard rumor that we're gonna be working on a mission soon, so that's gonna be big. Mm-hmm. This, yep. I'm I'm anxious anxious to see where where we go and what we find next. So. Absolutely. So. And, awesome. Yeah, I think that's I think that's what they uh the two of them yep. do. Cool. Uh so uh Sutfin, just so you know, um if you do continue to practice with uh uh with the pistol at the firing range, mm-hmm. um just let me know when you do. We don't have to make a scene out, out of it. Um if you don't okay. want to be or you can. Um I'll have you do those same roles each time. And okay. depending on what you get, um you may get rewarded with proficiency with firearms. So I will, nice. so 
that's like kind of okay. a way for you to practice and right. potentially right. skill up. Cool. cool. And that goes for really anyone else when it comes to any sort of skills. Uh, you are at a school after all. You can always uh, take a class or um, work on some stuff, uh, uh, practice or anything like that. And you met like uh, like last time with practicing magic, you may end up with uh, something new. So I like to reward hard work. All right. Uh, so from there, uh, while we have Rashmi uh, setting up his food, uh, we'll get um we'll just do one thing quick uh in the evening you all receive an email essentially saying um hey we found out more about that cult uh let's meet tomorrow morning we'll send you out on your next mission hope you like portland so uh so you all get that message to let you know essentially meeting down in the main gathering room of the mansion at 8 a.m. tomorrow. So the day goes on and um, the night goes on. You all end up turning into bed, turning in for bed. And uh, rash, rash me. Yes, sir. So um, as you are laying in bed, um, you are, um, you're like, uh, you're like staring up at the ceiling. Um, for some reason, you feel yourself not able to really sleep. Um, and uh, you're actually uh, feeling pretty sober at this point too. This fucking sucks. Some the drink. So as you step out of bed and turn your head to get out of bed, you see that you're not in your room. You are in a dark forest. Oh, did I walk outside again? In front of you, uh, around with the surrounding wood, um, you see. Uh, see just a single path. Start walking. <laughs> All right. So you start walking. You watch as you look up in the sky. The lights, the uh, stars are bright. This path seems to wind around to several places. And then it comes to a clearing that has this large warehouse in it. Where are the same fuck? We'll move towards the warehouse. Okay. Uh, the uh, main doors of the warehouse are open. Um, the lights aren't on, but with the starlight and the moonlight, you can clearly see inside, especially with your well, dark vision. The dark vision. Hello? So, you look inside, and you see in the center of the warehouse is what looks like a hospital bed. Um, and around it, you see supplies. I stopped doing surgeries years ago. Anybody in here? What's going on, man? So as you walk inside, um, you find that your clothes have changed into those of surgeon scrubs. And you see a light shine over the hospital bed. Is somebody in the bed? So as you approach the bed, you realize um, there is a body in the bed, but it's completely covered by a sheet. So with the sheet over it, you can't really tell who it is. Uh, grab the sheet, start to move it. 
So as you begin to move, so um, before you move the sheet, you feel in your hand um, suddenly a scalpel appears. You also see, see a couple of ghostly figurines that look like nurses and such. The fuck is going on, man? I'm gonna look. I'm gonna try to call out to one of the nurses. They don't respond. They are moving around as if they're in an actual surgery scene. What the hell's going on, man? Now move the uh. Curtain, so, so you move the uh, top of the sheet um, to reveal at least the head. Um, and under the sheet, once you see the person there, you feel a sense of dread. Before we continue, uh, uh, Minnie, I'd like you to describe for everybody what your sister looks like. So the last time Rathme saw his sister, um, she was about 16. She had long blonde hair. Um, her eyes, she had the, the, she had like green, very green eyes. Which is weird with the blonde hair. Uh, very similar to uh, to Rashmi's with his green eyes. Um, very elegant, almost elven in features. She, she was a half-elf. Uh, Rashmi is more of a human. Um, uh, very, very beautiful. She's incredibly pretty. Um, she, clearly, she got the looks of the family. Um, but yeah, that was the last time he saw her before she passed. Before he believed she passed. That is exactly what you see in that bed. I'm going to just rip the sheet off completely at this point. It is, it is your sister. The body is pale and cold. The color from her green eyes has faded. Uh, she lies there breathless. Right. Look Whatever sick joke this is, you better stop, because I will figure out who you are, and you will not like it when I do. As you look up to look around, all of the the figure, all of the nurses have disappeared. Uh, there is you could see the TV, the monitor. It has her name on it, um, and such. And as you look back down at her, you see her head has turned towards you and just lets out before a hand grips your shoulder and spins you around. I'm going to slash. Do I still have the scalpel in my head? Is that gone? You do. I'm going to just like wildly slash whatever the hell is turning me around. Uh, go ahead and make, um, a melee attack roll, uh, with disadvantage. Disadvantage. Uh, disadvantage roll. Uh, it's going to be a, so it's going to be plus six, plus, uh, yeah, plus six, 14. 14. Alright. On a 14, you spin around and you go to slash whatever's behind you. Um, you don't hit flesh, but you feel as your arm comes around, your hand is caught. You're looking face to face uh, with a drow elf who's appears to be giving this wicked smile at you. Bloodshot eyes. Um, 
and just basically staring into your soul. As you start hearing pounding around you. Now who in the fuck are you? She grabs you and pushes you into the hospital bed. Uh, And as you fall over, you find yourself awake in your bed, in your room, back at the academy, covered in sweat. Uh, The banging you're hearing is from your door. Oh, I gotta stop drinking. Ah, who is it? It's Layla! Dude, you're late! I fucking figured. Tell him I'll be longer in ten minutes. Alright. Hey. Everything all right in there? You look, you sound a little... worried. Everything's fine. Just, uh... fell in a bottle. Look, if you're gonna be a drunk, don't be a messy drunk. Pick up your shit. I passed out with a shot in my hand. What can you... happens, man. Well, clean up. Get downstairs. It's mission uh, time. Ten minutes. Alright. So, you get ready, you head downstairs, where the rest of your compatriots are waiting in the, uh... in the, uh, main gathering room. Uh... Y'all notice uh, Rashmi is not there. I'm sorry, not Rashmi. Uh, Ramon is not there. Um, XC explains to you that uh, Ramon is actually uh, helping out with a special project um, with uh, Patrick and Jay and will join you all on your mission later. But for now, it's time to talk about what's coming up next. Um, as you sit there, you're sitting there with uh, XC, along with Layla and Sarah. So, um, XC gets up there is like, all right. So, first off, I can't thank you all enough for the work you did down at the library. What we were able to bring back was a lot of information. And while it goes fairly unseen by most of the general public, this cult may be a little more dangerous than we expected. We uncovered their plot uh, to try to summon Gaideth. And as they are doing their experiments, uh, they're, they're not able to get the power that they think they need. So thanks to a few scouting and a little bit of insight, we found what their targets are. Uh, Layla speaks up at this point and says, so you all are familiar with uh, the weave, how Arcana flows through our world. And how... No, I'm not. Why just says no I'm not <laughs> uh he kind of so she gives like the cliff notes version essentially the way magic flows around us is what is called the weave as magic concentrates itself into a point to create a spell that is called a ley line um these could be uh from uh people uh casting spells to um, specific places in our world. Now, um, there are places in our world where there are junctions where ley lines converge and which we like to call ley line founts. These places have high concentration of magic. So being able to use this these founts for magical energy could be exactly what this cult is looking for. 
Now, these founts look like giant crystals. And each have a different property to them. And around them, you most likely could probably find one of the great dragons. They're either there guarding it or causing some kind of other ruckus around the world, around the area. Not all dragons are good. I'll put it that way. So here is what we need you all to do. It's physically impossible to move these founts or destroy them. In fact, we should never destroy them. But what we can do is monitor, monitor them. So, we have these trackers, and she holds up a small device that, when placed on one of these founts, we can monitor the Arcana usage. If we see it spike, it most likely means someone is attempting to use that for their, uh, for their own gains and could lead us to members of the cult who probably gotten there. We're just hoping we get to them before they do. They don't seem too bright, so they doesn't seem like they're making any big movements to any of these locations. So we're a few steps ahead. So it's simple. Travel to these areas, find the fount, place the device, activate it, and I come back. And then just do that a few more times as we figure out where, uh, where more founts are located. Uh, so basically, it's just find them and tag them. Oh, yeah. Now, in these areas, uh, XE speaks up. We did find the first fount, and we are going to be continuing to do work to find the rest. Um, we suspect that they are, there are 10 of them total in the world. Uh, but this first one we have located in Portland, Oregon. Anyone who wants to, who is paying attention to everybody, uh, yes, Rashmi. Uh, can we stay away from local authorities? I'm also wanted in Oregon. Uh, XC kind of gives the best ex exhale a Warforged can give. And goes, we've taken care of it. Thank you. Carry on. Um, however, uh, anyone who wants to, who feels they're really concentrating on the group of them up there, I'd like you to make a perception check for me. If you'd like to. Raspberry rolled a 19. Mm -hmm. uh, that would be a 21 for me. 21. Wagner's just playing really loud in Dagny's brain. <laughs> and he's just like, he's looking at them, but in his mind, it's just Wagner's just playing. <laughs> awesome. So, um, to everyone else, uh, you don't really notice anything off. Uh, Thordmir, however, when you hear, when you, when uh, XC mentions Portland, Oregon, you see Sarah's eyes light, like, go wide, and her face just go white. Um, so that's what you end up seeing from this group. Uh, XC mentions, so the area, uh, Portland, is now known as the Neon City, the City of Neon. Uh, so we expect the, we've seen some high concentration of, of lightning arcane, arcana around that area. So we expect one of the ley lines to be out that way. So we're going to send you over there and again, just figure out where the, the ley line is, uh, tag it. And then come on home. Now, since we're we're pretty close to where uh, Portland is, closer 
than most places. Uh, we have ordered a private train to transport you all to Portland. Um, so yeah. Any questions before um, we go ahead and hop on the train? So, um, I mean, my, my biggest question is uh, always, uh, who else is going to be interested in discovering these things? Because uh, anything worth finding, other people are going to be interested in. The only other people that they think they that could be interested is potentially MVE, the that terrorist organization that contacted you. Mainly because they want to destroy all magic. They probably want to try to destroy the ley line, but it's near impossible. I wouldn't be surprised if they tried already and failed and gave up on it, but wherever there's a high concentration of magic, they might be about. Um... Other than that, uh, you might find um, some random organizations that try to harness magic for their own gains, whether it's for profit or for power. Um, these are usually smaller groups that are usually easily captured, um, so they're not really too much to think about. Um, what I would say is in terms of the protection around it, um, these ley lines seem to attract creatures that align with that, uh, with the element of that ley line. So, uh, keep your eyes open as there might be a few, uh, bumps in a road as one would say. Um. But those are the the only two groups, uh, the cult and MVE. If if the cult even figures out where it is, um, and MVE, like I said before, like we said before, don't pay them too much mind. Um, we're making sure that y'all are well protected, and if they try to do any stuff, that we get ahead of it um, while you're completing your mission. Um, you'll also be accompanied by XC, Layla, and Sarah um, out to Portland. Um, and Thorgmir, you kind of, on hearing this, see Sarah kind of grumble to herself. Anything else? I don't, I don't say anything. I just let her do her grumbling. <laughs> All right. Anything else? I just want to say thank you. For getting me my shirt. Oh, uh, uh, Callum isn't here. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> why, why just thanks to the people who are here anyway? <laughs> yeah, right, he uh, thanks them in general. <laughs> uh, Layla kind of gives you a confused look and goes, You're welcome? <laughs> oh, uh, you know, we've been talking about all this with a lot of assumptions. Um, it's Shiro. Uh, bleh, Alex. <laughs> uh, uh, you, um, you're new. And of course, we're giving you the option to join the team. You, uh, and we brought you down here just as knowledge. But if you would like to join the team, we'd love to send you on this mission as well. And be a part of this group. Whatever y'all want to call yourselves. <clears throat> so what yeah. do you say? Honestly, the, the pamphlet was really convincing. <laughs> I'm glad you're very impressed by the university. But what about Ooh. us? <laughs> yeah, no. I, this includes enrollment, right? Yes, it includes yeah. enrollment if you wish. Yeah, then, of course. Plus, it Wonderful. seems somewhat like fun. Awesome. Well, then, if y'all want to pack your things and meet us out front, we'll take you over to the train station. So, uh, y'all pack um, up. You... Hmm? 
Uh, I was just going to say, what's the, uh, what's the terrain going to be like when we get there? Is it going to be like in the city? Is it going to be on like the outskirts? You're going to be in the city. Um, okay. You might head out into the outskirts a little bit where it's kind of more like dirt and sand, but um, nothing really too crazy and not too far outside the city limits. Okay. Uh, so, y'all head over, um, and you are brought over to, uh, you are brought to the train, y'all get on the train, and you are on your way to, um, to Portland. Uh, let's see, pulling y'all over so you can see the map. So y'all are on the train headed there. Um, you got a few minutes to uh, to hang out, um, chat, and that kind of stuff. Um, and I know Rashmi originally for free time you wanted to talk to Layla. Um, so I am gonna not anymore. Not after what happened last night. Rashmi right now, as you guys see, is very quiet and clearly, as you guys have seen him so far this morning, has not taken a single drink. Oh boy, that's uh, that's interesting. Um, but yeah, y'all have a few minutes, so if you wanna um chat or anything, you're welcome to. As you'll also see, uh, Rashmi kind of a bit shaken. Surprisingly sober. <laughs> he still looks like he's possibly still drunk from last night, but has not taken a drink yet this morning. Uh, uh, are y'all looking forward to to spending some of our hard earned cash on the uh, in this uh, neon city? All I've heard is uh, that the shopping is amazing. I don't know about shopping, but I'm definitely looking forward to seeing the city. I mean, I never, I, I never been here, so I'm looking forward to it too. Or is that that cracked up? What's cracked up to be? Hmm. Been here once or twice. You've been here quite a few times. I know. <laughs> once or twice, give or take. Give or take. <laughs> so, y'all continue on your way. Eventually, you do make it to uh to Portland, where you step off the train, and you are in the station. <laughs> 